You are now listening to Raise the W, recorded at the School of Communication inside the Hickey Audio Lab on the beautiful campus of Western Michigan University. Come aboard and hear the people, stories, and impact of Western Michigan University. Here's your host, Tim Tarantine. Hello, everyone, and welcome to Raise the W, the podcast where we celebrate Western Michigan University and all that makes it great. I'm happy today to have with me a colleague and friend, Mr. Ron Dillards here. He is leading our efforts around Kalamazoo Promise Scholars. Welcome to the podcast, sir. Thank you for having me. So, uh, Ron, before we get into the very important work you do here on campus, um, let's start with your Broncos story and kind of your story in general. Tell me about the neighborhood you grew up in. Tell me about your childhood. What was that like? I grew up in Detroit, Michigan. The D. Um, <laughs> I... I grew up in Detroit, but I was, I would say that my mother did a good job of keeping my brother and my sister and I uh, focused on education and figuring out uh, how to keep us busy. Uh, She knew that if we had idle hands that we might get in trouble. So we didn't really have idle hands. Yeah. Uh, One of the things that she put in my hand was, uh, was not a saxophone. What did I play? I played a trumpet. You didn't play it too well if you don't remember what it was. I'll tell you that much. <laughs> it, was, it was 20 years ago. Yeah, I, I give you get a mulligan. We're good. Yeah, and uh, I played uh, trumpet in jazz band and marching band. Oh, nice. Actually, I graduated from Renaissance High School, and prior to our band starting marching band, there was no marching band. Really? So... Um, Music was a big part of my childhood. Every, is it still a big part? It's still a very big part of the work that I do today. And actually, I incorporate that when I'm meeting with students. Yeah, I'll ask them if there's music that they'd like to listen to uh, while we meet because I found that that kind of relaxes them. The rhythm. Yes. Yeah, man. And it gives us um, a way to build a relationship around music. I've actually sure. built relationships with students around music listening to everything from Rob Zombie to Miles Davis sure. to uh, spoken word poetry. Yeah. So you start a Bronco, you start a marching band, excuse me, there in high school. Yes. You're in the inaugural marching band. You come out of Renaissance. Yes. Why Western? Um, when I graduated in 1997, I had a conversation with my mother. My mother knew that education was important, and I had a conversation with her about finances. So mm-hmm. I went to her and I said, uh, where's my college fund? Mm-hmm. And um, she said, we don't have one. Yeah. Um, my mother did. She kept a roof over our head. She kept us fed and clothed. That was she your did, college fund. did an excellent job uh, doing that. Um, but, you know, I didn't have a college fund. Yeah. And so I told myself, well, I guess I'm not going to college. And mm-hmm. so when I graduated in 1997, I started working for the Target Corporation Oh. Uh, I was working for Target, getting there at 6 in the morning, catching the bus to do so. And I did that for a while before a good friend of mine, Patrick Peoples, who was enrolled here, kept urging me to enroll at Western. And so he invited me up for the weekend. He he gave me little nuggets. Bit by bit, he was exposing me to college. Yeah. And I became more interested in it. He told me to apply. So I applied. I got accepted. Um, he told me to schedule orientation. I did that. He told me to go to orientation. I did that. Yeah. He told me to register for class. I did that. He did that. He told me to sign up for a dorm room, and I did that. And so, or a residence hall, excuse me. And um, <laughs> yeah. I looked up, and I was here. Wow. 
with a schedule in my hand, and he yeah. pointed me in the direction of Sangren, the old Sangren. Yeah. And he said, walk up those steps, and your classes are in that building. Wow. And that's how it started. And you went on to finish a bachelor's and master's here. Yes, sir. You and I are in the same boat, you know. Yes, sir. School yeah. of Communication. That's right. Yes, sir. Absolutely. Two of them. Yes, sir. <laughs> and I still owe Western money. I don't know about you, but I'm still in, <laughs> I'm still in arrearages. <laughs> <laughs> I, I'm telling you, man, being back on campus and, and being able to impact students is a special thing. Yes, sir. When you got done with your master's, uh, tell me about that co- kind of career entrance here. How did you be- get into the work with Calumsy Promise Scholars, working with these populations of students that come uh, from our predominantly urban high schools in our cities around, uh, around the, the, the country? How did you get into that work? So between my bachelor's and master's degree, I took a year off to teach in Detroit. Okay. And um, I learned a lot during that first year of teaching. One of the things that I learned is that I wanted to go back to school. <laughs> and um, I applied to come back to Western, which Western was a safety net for me. It was a comfort zone for me because during undergraduate, I worked a lot of jobs. I was student janitor. I was a resident advisor, senior resident advisor. I was an orientation leader. Yeah. And so I credit my success in graduating to being involved in campus in those various ways. Sure. When I graduated and taught in Detroit, I knew I wanted to come back to get my master's degree, which is a requirement to be professionally certified as a teacher in the state of Michigan. And uh, entered the School of Communication, and I had great faculty there. Um, Dr. Rhodes was here at the time. I see there's there's an auditorium named after him now. That's right. And I got the opportunity to teach while I was in school here, and I taught interpersonal communication to freshmen. And so I knew that the passion for teaching was still there, and I I knew at that moment that I wanted to teach in higher ed. Yeah. Uh, When I graduated with my master's degree, uh, I couldn't find a job right out the gate, so I called Dr. Rhodes, and Mm -hmm. I asked him for assistance. And he pointed me in the direction of, he said, I can't get you a job any place but State Farm. So I said, I'll take it. Yeah. And he encouraged me to contact some folks, and I took a test. And um, I was kind of dragging my feet, and Dr. Rhodes called me back. And so I really appreciated his accountability to me because yeah. it would have been easy for him to say, yeah, I talked to this student, and I passed him the ball. He's he got a score. with it, right. And he actually followed up with me and encouraged me to make that call. I did. I got a job at State Farm, and I was a claims representative. Yeah. I started the day that Hurricane Katrina hit. So all of the experienced claim representatives were headed down south, and all of the new guys were up here probably overpaying claims or underpaying claims. But it was a learning experience. You have When you're doing claims, you have to assess yeah. Before you write a prescription or in that yeah. case, write a check. So in that way, it was kind of parallel to education. Yeah. Because I know that as an educator, you have to do way more assessing before you can actually write the prescription or figure out which way to go in your teaching. Yeah. What do you think is the biggest challenge um, for our students today as you work with them? I think that... Um, as a university, we have to recognize that each student is an individual. Education is not like manufacturing. On, on manufacturing, where you're making a car, 
you do everything the same. Yeah. Put all the pieces together the same. And education, it's different. We have to build a relationship with students. We have to seek out the resources that are in them and encourage them to bring those things out. Uh, we need faculty, staff, and students to partner with and engage with students uh, because for me, the relationship is the most important part. I found out a long time ago that students don't care what you know until they know that you care. Yeah. And so um, I think Western is doing a great job at, at hiring folks who care. And that's, I believe, is what's going to take us to the next to the next level. So if the challenge for students is that they don't have the relationships, right, how then can our listening audience help with our students who are coming in because retaining students is everything. Yes. Right? It's, it's, it's almost, I mean, there's something really wrong about bringing students into an environment or they choose to come into our environment and they don't finish. Mm-hmm. That is probably the thing that keeps me up at night. Yes. How, how, how do we together as a community of Broncos make sure that every student who chooses Western is retained through graduation and they graduate? How do, how do we solve that problem? I remember Dr. Dunn would often say that this was a heads-up campus and that he would encourage folks, everybody on campus, when you see other folks on campus, to engage them, smile at them, talk to them. I see Dr. Montgomery doing the same thing, and I think that energy is contagious, yeah. and I think we need to keep spreading that message. Uh, when we, I know a lot of students like to wear headphones on campus, um, so I still like to make eye contact and smile and say hello to them. If you see somebody is looking lost physically on campus, point them in the right direction. And I think that we need to do that in the Bronco spirit in the same way. If we see a student who doesn't have direction, we need to partner with that student to help them find direction. Academic advisors do it. Campus coaches do it. That's what we do in our day-to-day work. We're connecting with students in KPS who are graduating, and they're getting exposed to Western and, and realizing that Western – just because they grew up in Kalamazoo, they did not actually know Western. Yeah. And I see the light turning on for a lot of those students. At the end of the day, a university is made up of buildings, but it's also made up of people. And I think the people, that's the most important piece. So all of us own that responsibility to build those relationships. If Absolutely. If we expect students to finish. Yes, sir. Wow. Yeah, that is true. We all do. So, Ron, how... Um, our listening audience uh, is full of alumni, donors, friends of the university, parents, families, uh, students, faculty. I mean, the, the whole Bronco Nation uh, in some form or fashion listens uh, to this podcast, and we hope more will listen. What What do you need from the Bronco family for your work? Uh, we, we are always in need of professional mentors. So we talk to students a lot about connecting with folks who are doing the work that they say they want to do. Yeah. So one way to give back is to connect with students. Um, you can reach out to our office, Lauren and I. Um, you can find us on our website. You can call me at 387-6326. Call Lauren at 387-2189. Or email us and connect with us because there's so many different avenues and the need is so great that just be willing to roll up your sleeves and connect with students to yeah. be that to be that person. I'm, it might not be me that 
has the spark with, with a student. They might have a spark with somebody who works at Bronson or somebody who works for the city of Kalamazoo. Right. So we're looking for people to connect with us and connect with students. Well, it doesn't matter where you live in today's environment with technology and Skype and FaceTime and all that. We can close the gap. So if even, even if people aren't close to campus, Absolutely. there's ways they can help. Yes. Ron, thanks for being on the podcast today, man. You're doing great work. Thanks for having me, sir. Good to see you. If you want to learn more about uh, Ron and the folks over at the Kalamazoo Promise Scholars who are helping our students be successful to retain through graduation, uh, you can go to mywmu.com slash raise the W and find out how you can volunteer your time, talent, or treasure to help our students uh, move forward there. You can, you can uh, do something. We can all do something to help uh, address the issue of student success here at Western Michigan University, and Ron and his team are on the front lines. If you're out today hanging out with uh, family, friends, or community members, make sure you tell them about Western Michigan University, about who we are, about what we are, about who our people are. And if you do, you'd be helping us all to raise the W.